0: Hey guys, welcome to Paradise. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times for listening. This connection is literally my life's purpose, and I'm just so glad you're here. Um, if you want to connect with us, feel free to go to tarahargrove.com, hit contact, send us some mail, a little message, or you can find us on the Glow Up for Humans Who Manifest on Facebook. Anyways, let me get to this episode right quick. Here we go. Hello, hello, you guys. It's Tara and Sasha. Welcome to Paradise. It really, I just need to change the fucking name, but don't let her fool you. It's Paradise. It's a, it's a fun name.
1: Yeah. Anyways, it today, works.
0: It does. It works and works. Oh, That's because we both bring oh, it. <laughs> 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 okay, so today we're talking about. Uh, kind of a plethora of things but the concept is um running experiments in life and um, using that as like a scientific approach to making mistakes and taking information and making everything that's a little bit ouchy just a lesson and uh that ties into fear, uh, fear of failure approval seeking
1: um what else uh abandonment yes uh, lack of confidence, low self-worth, which also ties into last week's podcast and how self-care and having self-care rituals is so invaluable to success period. and being okay with creating preferences of where mm-hmm. that's at.
0: Saying no, saying yes on purpose, knowing that your no's empower your yeses and that yes. you only have so many yeses, period.
1: And that's it. So, okay. Um. So where do you want to start with this? Gosh. I feel like. Well pick one and then let's just kind of build off of each other. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I love this. So so um I was talking to somebody yesterday. Yeah. And it triggered a whole thought process for me. And she was talking about how she was ready to make changes because mm-hmm. she was um really uncomfortable. She's she's uncomfortable in her current situation. It's been the same kind of like dynamic current situation, and she's experiencing like this narcissistic relationship that she can't really leave because she has children with the person. Mm. And Um, But that's not really the issue. The issue is that she's in love or I don't really want loosely. I want to say trauma bonded to the person. And um, so she was like, you know, I know I need to just kind of let it go and move on and take actionable steps to move on. But I just know that I'm going to have to work through this trauma and that that's going to be work and that I'm going to make mistakes and that, you know, I might be what if I meet somebody that I really like and because I'm traumatized, I ruin that relationship and You know, and I'm like, that's all possible. Um, Maybe it's even honestly probable. However, it's also necessary. So you kind of got to pay the fucking, pay your dues, pay the piper to get, you know, you, like, I was like, you need to just think you're going to get 10 losses or 10 boo-boos to get to your, you know, 11th situation where you're like, oh, this is more pleasant. Like, you're going to have to go through some clarifying um, going through the fire as it were to kind of shed off, burn off the bullshit that she's been packing on with her narcissistic relationship and the gaslighting and the fucking fucked communicate communication and, you know, um and healing her mm-hmm. self-esteem and then creating new preferences based on her new sense of identity, right? So I'm like, you know, the thought I was just like, I was trying to communicate to her like because she's dope, right? She's so just all of the things and um and she has like the sweetest spirit and mm. she's like super hard working and she's just is like kind yeah you know and um
1: she's just not ready oh. to make a change at all yeah at
0: all because she just not she doesn't see that like there's hope on the other end mm. and that like making a mistake is really okay yeah do you have to get that pause it no i don't
1: i don't oh. know what's ringing
0: Okay, we're back. We had a moment. Honestly. Okay, my husband called.
1: Hold on. Before we go into that, though, can I just tell you guys, like, I was thinking about this, and it all ties into what we're talking about, believe it or not. I was just thinking about um, pondering the last couple days, actually, about how blessed I am to have so many healthy relationships around me. (laughs) Listen, this bitch is popular as shit. This is why it's paradise, y'all. Okay, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) trying to like well, I'm just
1: I'm, along for the ride y'all are all the devices
0: <laughs> that keep on ringing and dinging I'm trying to turn this shit off
1: but like how blessed I am to have all of these healthy relationships oh and relationships God, right? that are willing to work together yeah to learn from it for my own relationship mm-hmm. which ties into fear of failure and learning from experience mm-hmm. and growing mm-hmm.
0: yeah being willing to um, see okay so the the thing about having trauma right is that we know that we have, we're we carrying around this big, well, this is my favorite metaphor, is a really big owie. So, like, let's say I got, like, um, shanked in the side, and they, like, fucking twisted it some, and I survived. But I didn't, like, really deal with it, and I'm just, mm-hmm. like, kind of slow bleeding, and, you know, it, it affects my breathing, and I can't really move around. So that as a metaphor for trauma, right? I had something happen. It's still there. It didn't kill me, but it affects me and it affects all of like just a little bit, all of the things. It affects my movement. It affects, you know, um the sleeping. Way everything, yeah. right? The way you eat, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way you vibe. Yes. And mm-hmm. so when we go venture out into the world, we are aware of the trauma. We know that it's like, you know, right here on my right side or whatever. And so it's like, I don't wanna go and fail forward because when I'm falling, I may fall on my right side. Yeah. And that will hit that trauma. And I might bleed all over the place. It might shoot out some infection all yes. over somebody. Like it, you know, and it, worse, I mean not worst case, but like it, at the very least, it's going to touch it and it's going to hurt. And I can pretend like it's not there once I get used to the pain, trauma. But um in going and failing forward and being willing to learn new stuff, we have to run the risk of allowing our traumas to be touched. Mm-hmm. Which, as a precursor, we have to do shadow work and and heal ourselves and focus on ourselves, and that's why that's so important, and that's a whole podcast in itself, or maybe a series. But, um... But, um... Yeah, go Go ahead.
1: ahead. No, you go. Yeah, it's like, so for what it reminds me of, for me, so I'm in recovery, Mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of the literature that I read is recovery literature, or Mm -hmm. the trauma work that I do Mm -hmm. is Mm recovery-based. And so when i was using Mm -hmm. i had all these people around me that were using Mm -hmm. right those were my relationships those Mm -hmm. were my situationships those were Mm -hmm. everything they were addicted to something it didn't Mm -hmm. always have to be my drug of choice but it was addicted to something Mm -hmm. so when i got into recovery right i worked on the drugs which was a trauma if you will in the moment to remove the drugs but then i still had abandonment to work on low Mm -hmm. self-esteem to Mm -hmm. work on Codependency, mm-hmm. people pleasing. Mm-hmm. So then, all my relationships from there moving mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. were attached to that trauma. Mm-hmm. Every friendship was a people pleasing friendship. Mm-hmm. Every employment was an approval seeking employment. Yeah. Every this was a codependent right? My mm-hmm. brother codependent mm-hmm. relationship. And until I touched on the trauma that created the codependency, that created the abandonment, that created whatever it was, that's when all of my friendships slowly started shedding. Mm-hmm. And then the true, genuine ones mm-hmm. and the relate true, genuine relationships mm-hmm. started forming.
0: I love that shedding thing, right? Yeah. So you're like, sometimes people will morph with you or, you know, like you're on a, like a twin path with them and they mm-hmm. like can kind of grow at a similar parallel rate in yeah. the same direction at the same rate, important. But oftentimes as you're creating new identity or really just developing your true identity, right, you find yourself shedding things, mm-hmm. people, places, whatever, habits, and part of that process is being willing to let it go and not necessarily, like, personalizing or, um, you know, reinvigorating, like, abandonment mm, or betrayal. Yeah. Or, you know, making it personal, personalizing it about you. Like, yes, we're letting this go, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because a lot of things are just seasonal. And, mm-hmm. like, we kind of romanticize, like, this forever thing and we romanticize some concepts that I feel like are kind of they're nice things forever is a beautiful concept but so is seasonal you know what I mean and really honoring being present and what people bring for a season and allowing them to go and be beautiful and wonderful elsewhere yes on their path you know just because I don't have access to you doesn't mean you don't exist right right that's so like egocentric like okay well I'm gonna go this way you go that way and I'm so sorry for you that you don't get to be with me (laughs) yeah you know like let people be themselves yes And, um, and care for me in in whatever way I've grown into, you know what I mean? And allow those things to shed away, those relationships, those text relationships, those social media accesses, those, you know, whatever practices that don't really like feed you at that same frequency vibration that you're aiming for.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, because yeah, I mean that whole, you are who you hang out with your top five people, blah, blah, blah. That thing is so fucking real. So real. And, um...
1: And it can change. Yep. Yeah. So easy. And it can change. It can shift. It can... Just like we're talking about Mm -hmm. all the things, it doesn't always have to be forever Mm -hmm. until you know it's forever. Yep. And that comes with grace. And, like, Mm -hmm. if your friends in your relationship, if they aren't challenging you Mm -hmm. to succeed and Mm -hmm. face those fears Mm -hmm. and fail... Then, like, what are you really doing? Mm-hmm. Which is weird to say. I'm looking at the computer, like, wrong camera. Which is weird to say. She's, <laughs> like, head tilt. Grabbing at the air with her fucking click-clack of bad bitch's back nails. Which is weird to say. Which is weird to say in itself. Because that's also, I mean, friendship is fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. relationships are fear mm-hmm. opening your heart to somebody mm-hmm. like your friends mm-hmm. shedding that relationship mm-hmm. and that comfort mm-hmm. yeah. financially physically emotionally mm-hmm. socially spiritually now that just speaks to the inc- um in in
0: um lack of confidence mm-hmm. to like um security for yourself like I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna fail forward everything is figure outable. like um I'm my own best friend like I like me I'm mm. super cool you know and like lately okay literally you guys when I'm driving <laughs> be driving down the road and something will like I'm you know in the back of my mind I'm thinking and I'll start to feel some type of way and I recognize the feeling sometimes because I'm not necessarily listening to my own head right yeah And I'm like, hold on, I feel uncool, you know? And I'll be just driving down the road, it's silent in my car, and I'm telling myself how cool I am. (laughs) I'm like, I'm so cool, everybody really likes me, I get favor everywhere I go. Because I'm like, venturing out is scary. And like, sometimes I have bad days where I'm just like, nobody said anything, I didn't have anything happen, nothing's Mm -hmm. happening. But I'm (laughs) running the narrative of like, some theatrical production in my head. And these kinds of like, these kinds of shows belong in like the shower with the monologues, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm in the car on a daily, just driving. Like I would say this, and then I would yes. say that, and then all of a sudden I feel really fucking rejected and uncool by my own fucking brain. Like before you even get to the person, the place, God, or the thing, it's a, it's made up entirely. It's totally yes. made up. I'm I'm a victim, and somebody was mean to me, yep. and blah, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden I have this narrative that I'm mm-hmm. like I'm feeling the feelings, and that's backwards ass manifestation, right? Yeah. I'm not dreaming and feeling the feelings of like you know, having a big house with a fucking pool that I can, right. like, lay in 24-7 and stare at the stars. I don't know if that's my, like, pinnacle moment, but whatever, sure. you know, I'm not feeling the feelings of something that I can relate to success. Mm. I'm over here, like, defending myself and preparing to have, like, you know, intellectual arguments with some fucking imaginary nemesis because I'm insecure, right. because, you know, it's better to overthink and pre-plan um, which is funny because it's like, we're talking about failing forward and executing social experiments, but I'm willing to do it in my mind in kind of like a negative mm-hmm. context. But if I took just a little bit of that balls and put it into right. real life, you know, and we're willing to be like, I'm failing forward. It's fine. We're going to like try these variables, this thing, this thing, this thing, and put them together and then see what the fuck happens. Yeah. And then the if it, yeah. And then if I eat shit, mm-hmm. then we know that we need to change the variables. Yes. And so being willing to trial and error, Mm -hmm. shed one of the variables or adjust the variables, which is people, places, things, actions, habits, whatever, concepts. So we have to be like willing to be more fluid, like Mm -hmm. willing to problem solve, willing not to personalize um, solutions and or variables um, as part of your identity. Like you are great just because you exist like you're in like every yeah, moment
1: of the day so valuable every version just you because
0: are. like it's not, you don't gotta do shit you don't gotta be shit you don't gotta change shit like just yeah. the way that you are like you're better than good right so having the concept that we gotta like rise to be valuable that's horseshit Literally. that's not even real that's a fucking Literally. uh i don't even know if it's a mirage necessarily but like it's just it's just something that we're playing the program on and it's not real Mm
1: -hmm. it's a mask yeah it's a mask Mm -hmm. in itself right Mm -hmm. and like fail is first attempt in learning love it so it's like what you have to attempt something to see if you even like it Mm -hmm. right you don't Mm -hmm. just wake up one day and you're like i love this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's you don't know until you try it Mm -hmm. right i can tell you that like onions onions are in every recipe so naturally you're supposed to love it my body hates onions I don't like onions at all. I can't do it. Wait, I cannot do an onion. Tasting it, but I could do salsa. Right, but if I woke up one day or I was like, "Oh, well, it's in a recipe," so naturally I have to love it, and I am putting myself in that situation where I'm eating that onion, even though I don't like it, and each day it's tearing me down and tearing me down and degrading me because I know Mm -hmm. I'm doing something that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Instead of sitting up one day and being like, "Hey, can you not put onions on my burger?" Period. And all of a sudden that burger is delicious. Contrast. I just built a preference. Yeah. But I had to fail Mm -hmm. in trying the onion first Mm -hmm. and learn from it Mm -hmm. and then go. Mm -hmm.
0: And not personalize that you're fucking crazy or whatever the fuck
1: about the onions. Like, you could just have your preference. Yes. Well, I have the dialogue in my head that this is batshit crazy Mm -hmm. and I should like it Mm -hmm. because it's in every recipe. And Mm -hmm. if I don't, I'm going to be rejected by society as a whole sure, that dialogue is going to happen, but at the end of the day, am I going to feel better if I don't put the onion on my burger? Or if I put the onion on my burger and then I'm beating myself up all night? I love that so much. Right? That's a really great metaphor. And it's simple, Mm -hmm. but it's also for life in general. Yeah. Right? If I have, if I'm in a relationship or a friendship or a situationship and I'm around this person every day and it's just draining, draining, Mm -hmm. draining, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm supposed to love this person. Mm-hmm. Society says I'm supposed to love this mm-hmm. person. this is this to me, this is that to me. and then I take one day where I stay away from that person and I it feel feels so better. Much better yeah now I have a preference mm-hmm. and I know that it doesn't matter how long if it's been one minute or ten years, mm-hmm. there is no time frame on a first mm-hmm. So now I've learned. I have that first mm-hmm. attempt, and now I get to move on to the next one. I love that. Yeah, that's the, you only try something
0: one, the first time, right. one time. One time. Give it a go. Give it a go. And all of the greats who mm-hmm. were, like, you know, artists or what. Rihanna, at one point, sang the first time, one time. One time. You know what I mean? She had to start somewhere. Or whatever. I don't on Rihanna. But, because I love her, that's why. Um,
1: <laughs> life. Oh, my God. She's Listen. Are we back to me? Rihanna? We are back to Rihanna. We're going we're to come back to her. Shout out. Can somebody add Rihanna in this? Please. I don't know. How, okay. But I bet she had so many first attempts. Period. Period. So many first yep. attempts. But mm-hmm. it starts with trying. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah.
0: And being willing to... Like, sometimes you got to be kind of silly. And you have to, like problem solve in ways that are creative because especially when it's like your calling because it'll be messy right like in the place where you're gonna have genius that's gonna be the place that's the most uncomfortable it's the most messy it's probably the one you want to talk about the least at first Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's really like that's the gold part yeah like um yeah and start small oh god one step at a time one step at a time I, I will overwhelm myself I'm I love me a list and I like I will be over focused on many things over analyzing and like it's not even really planning I'm just allowing myself to overthink everything Yep. so just one at a time like and it doesn't even have to be prioritized no it's better to start than it is to start with the right one yeah
1: later and if you're (laughs) a female and you're listening to this track your period Oh, my God. And if you're a guy listening to this, track your female friend's period, track your wife's period, do all of it, because that one week, everything's going to be overanalyzed and everything's going to be insecure, Mm -hmm. and, like, do your best to not make any decisions in Mm -hmm. that moment and keep it small as shit. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, self-care and just, like, allow, 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 like, that, the experience of being female and being affected by my cycle. Yeah is um well first I was like I grew up I grew up in a small town in Alaska um on this you know south um peninsula and no offense guys but hella fucking redneck like just like oh my god so I was like oh yeah periods haha like I was self rejecting from the gate because I was surrounded by men who didn't understand anything about anything essentially yeah um, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, PMS is just fake, and that's just women being bitches," you know, because I was repeating the, their narrative for what they had seen, mm-hmm. and I was so self-abandoning that I didn't even have my own apari- or my own opinion about my own experiences.
1: Yeah. So, let's and only the opinions and experiences of others. Yeah. Without your own first attempt. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm like. Uh, for me, and for most of the women that I know, as adults, we've come to terms with the fact that we're not crazy. Right. Um, that periods are often difficult. They may not be painful per se, but sometimes they are. However, mentally, emotionally, and kind of like spiritually... like so the, impactful. Yeah, the, the PMS week is a self-care time, mm-hmm. and it's so justified, like... I don't think that women should be working on, like, a four-week-on schedule ever. Mm-mm. Like, that's my personal opinion. It's my goal in life to schedule my life and, really, my family's life, everybody who's affected. Like, I, you know, we're working together, like, in a synchronized way so that people who have cycles are able to yeah. kind of just mind themselves during their delicate times. And that sounds kind of gay. But I love that for me. And Good I words. love it for everybody else yeah. because the quality of our lives is so increased by our ability to hear ourselves in the moment and meet those needs in the moment. And the thing about being an adult, you know, we when we were kids, we were like, oh, I want to be grown up, you know, because we wanted to have the power to make yeah. decisions for ourselves. Now we're adults and we're like, now okay. Now we hear we, it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you just got to take the fucking, yes. take the freedom because you're already paying the price.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And just take care of yourself, you know? Um. There's a bunch of really good books, actually. Um, Ooh, name some, name some. um, I don't remember the... I think it's called The Blood Book, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll post the link, um, and it's in my Amazon, like, favorites or whatever, if you guys have my link tree. Um, But that one's really good, and it's just about... um, I mean, it's about being physically female, um, physically and spiritually, um, so obviously it's an opinion piece and then some like, you know, anthropological yeah. facts and
1: then some like, but again, learn everything mm-hmm. and get educated mm-hmm. to make informed decisions informed. on what's going to work yes. for you and what isn't going to yes. work for you. Overlearn. Like overlearn. Just because so saying this on this podcast yes. doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Yep. But now you know what our experiences mm-hmm. have been, what other experiences have been, so you could see if it's going to work for you or if it's even relatable to try. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and then like, it, you know, maybe it'll plant a seed. That your higher self can mm-hmm. be, like, kind of whispered to you about. And, like, that's goals. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to carry the message enough that I plant little flames yeah. where that individual's higher self can speak to them, like, in their own, you know, intimate place. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like, just elevate the process yeah. for them. Because this is, this is a singular journey. Mm-hmm. Like, we are experiencing self from a specific paradigm you know like i'm experiencing tara now uh, in the infinite now um but you know i and but then also you know spiritually i am sasha but sasha is experiencing sasha through Mm -hmm. sasha's paradigm and you know at the end of time or whatever beginning of time we're all the same it doesn't matter all the same yeah but um Creating preferences from this particular experience Mm -hmm. is what's really important. So being um, authentic to your experience and not self-abandoning and not self-rejecting and, like, allowing yourself to, like, just because I have a preference and it doesn't match everybody else's doesn't mean anything except for that I have a preference that other people have to honor and respect. Yeah. Like, when Jay and I got married, part of our, the structure for our commitment to each other was... Regardless of whatever, whatever it was, if it was Mm -hmm. crazy or not, like, if I say, like, this makes me insecure and I don't want to experience it, then he was committed, I was committed to adjusting our behavior completely so that the other person wasn't experiencing a trigger. Yeah. So that we had the opportunity to work through it without being pressed. Yes. And so it created, like, a very healing atmosphere. And that's not been, like, a perfect performance type of thing, but, um, it's been a really great, like, guardrail. And, um... And I think that that's, like, that needs to be a personal preference thing, too. Like, for me, like, like, I don't care if you think that I'm crazy. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you think that my preference is weird. I don't care if um, you think that that's unnecessary. That just, all that says to me is that you don't belong in my life. Right. Because my preferences are absolutely necessary for me. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't respect my...
1: Because you failed... You've learned it yes. doesn't work. Yes. You've allowed it to happen. Yes. And so you've set them up to make sure Period. Whoever comes in your life is gonna know this is it or you're out. Yeah.
0: Well, even like okay, I have I have like stock in Pellegrino sparkling waters. Literally. Um big the big glass green bottles. I get them from Costco in boxes. It's how I drink my water. It, and it's important because I need to drink water and yeah. that's the way that I can con myself into drinking it regularly. But to some people, that's really impractical. They're like, first of all, drinking bottled water, that's so, like, you know, bougie, whatever. I can't believe you're buying water. But then to to buy the quote-unquote fancy water, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And that's just not for me. I'm like, I love that for you. That's where you're at in your, like, view of whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is what I need and what I like. And uh, this is my preference. I'm going to do it. and. I'm gonna applaud myself to and from Costco or whatever. 100%. I don't actually yeah. go to Costco. That's I it's the cart because I'm scared oh, of the well. store. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fail <laughs> first yeah, attempt at yeah, yeah. learning. But you went into the store yeah, yeah. and you're like, this This is work horrible for here.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm never coming back. From now on. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, so having your preferences and just being like, I love it here, even if externally they're like, yeah. that's trash or that's crazy mm-hmm. or you don't deserve that or whatever. Like, yeah. if you like it, honey
1: that's for you and be okay with it yep be 100 percent okay confident put up sticky notes do whatever you have to do to remind yourself it's okay mm-hmm. and I was just sitting here and I was thinking about it as you we were talking and let me tell you guys Tara like brings out literally the best preference in anybody and everybody all the time it is the place to be playlists you know what music you like Mm-hmm. That's your preference. Mm-hmm. You're confident in that. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you can do it with music, how can you not do it with everything else? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? So like start small. If you love your playlist and you're confident in that playlist, beautiful. Now try something different. Mm-hmm. I bring up food and onions mm-hmm. all the time, right? Because like the action of going to a restaurant and saying, can I not have onions on that is so empowering and beautiful confidence building mm-hmm. in that thing in that, that moment yeah.
0: mm-hmm. right
1: like whatever you choose pick one thing mm-hmm. pick one thing to work on and do it for a week and see how you feel after that week and see if you've built a preference and built your confidence in that mm-hmm.
0: I love that because that ties into the incremental upgrading thing right so you could do it backwards and find things like that you know in your life need mm-hmm. upgrading mm-hmm. and then find an upgrade and try it trial it yeah. out um, and that's such a good practice. Like, that's a great way to break that down. I love that. Okay, so you said find something and use it as a parallel to the playlist metaphor. Yep. And just create a preference. Create a preference. And fail forward. Right. Experience it. Do the experiment. Create a preference. Try it out. And then, you know, vote if it. If this, then yeah. that. Keep it on the island or yeah. not. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're voted off. Yes, we don't love you here. Bye. Maybe the next time around. Yeah, cause you gotta practice it to see. Yeah, yeah. If you even like it. Yeah. Try on clothes in your closet and see if you fucking hate them now. Oh my god. You know, try on underwear that you've had for five thousand years. Yes. Bras, socks, Uh, old shoes. Yes. The closet ones, great. Try all the spoons in your kitchen. Um, Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> while your playlist is on yeah. and your interpretive dancing hello to everything yes make it fun yep. not like a ugh I have to do this and I'm going to learn about myself this is stupid mm-hmm. but like make it fun make it interesting mm-hmm. do it for you and do a time
0: lapse on your phone Oh, post it on social media and tag tag us, us. oh my god please
1: <laughs> yes I'm going to see all of it we're going to do a time lapse next week when I'm in Tara's closet trying things on it's going to be great let me tell you about failing forward I'm excited. It's going to be interesting, for real. But you don't know until you try, right? I don't even
0: think it's going to be interesting. It's probably just going to be, like, bomb, but
1: whatever. <laughs> Listen, this is a perfect example, right? For Tara, this is beautiful, great. You found your preference in everything you're wearing. Yeah. You know what you like, yeah. and you're there. Yes. Right? Yep. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, this is really awkward for me, and the fear, and it's... A fear of failure, but a fear of rejection. That mm-hmm. if I walk out in an outfit that I prefer mm-hmm. and I have a preference for, mm-hmm. where I'm at in my life right now, and somebody looks at me sideways, then I failed. Really? Oh my God, yes. Really? Yeah. Fear of failure and fear of rejection like goes hand in hand hmm. for me and maybe some experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can relate to that, you get what I'm saying. Ever. yes. And the reason that journaling came up, because I was thinking about as you were talking, right? Like, and breaking down fear of failure, because, mm-hmm. you know, overthinking. So, what what's your fear listed out? Codependency, mm-hmm. relying on someone else, mm-hmm. right? Then I was thinking about the Pellegrino waters, mm-hmm. scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. not having enough finances, mm-hmm. abandonment. Is this person going to reject me and leave me if mm-hmm. they see the real me, mm-hmm. right? So, what's the fear? And then, what's the failure? Mm hmm and is it and being able to visually see it however you do it right mm-hmm. i call it journaling mm-hmm. it could be whatever you want it to be
0: mind mapping or whatever she doesn't yeah, yeah it's not like writing sentences necessarily it's just exactly. pen on paper exactly
1: then you could visually see that like oh this is something ingrained that doesn't even align with me mm-hmm. absolutely i could mm-hmm. try a different experience in this yeah clarity mm-hmm.
0: we'll give you the balls to do something different all that yep because sometimes knowledge is what you need to kind yes. of push that over the hump and be like, oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, that makes sense. Yeah. My husband's a big, like, ne- make it make sense kind of person. Like, he needs, like, extra logic. Mm. And I'm kind of, like, more femme-feely-feely. Um, so I'm, like, instinctual, like, gut instinct, bye kind mm-hmm, of girl. And mm-hmm. both of those ways work really well for us individually, but if we were to trade, how we reasoned we would both be super lost and so allowing that preference she's laughing cuz she knows us really well <laughs> that will be a video i'll tell
1: you if it ever happens okay <laughs> we're going to do
0: that's like like one of the tiktoks me is my wife you know comes in and like
1: yes oh my god that's funny oh uh, we significant other trap like parent trap where you just switch bodies <laughs> That would be oh hilarious. My god. Can you imagine? No. Talk about fear of failure. Oh that would life. be. <laughs> Jay would be out there doing all the things you, you fear. You'd be out there doing all the yes. things you fear. Yes. Like, oh my god! Wait. Yeah. It worked.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all the people around us would be like, "Hold the fuck on." Mm-hmm. So crazy. Jay would just be over here grabbing my titties. He would just be squeezing,
1: squeezing my titties all day. See, like, This is bending great. over in yeah. front of the mirror.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love you, honey. Oh my god. So <laughs> okay. So on that note, we're gonna go yes. now. Okay. We love, you so much.
1: we love you so much. That was about to get real weird. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> okay, you guys. That was some stuff, wasn't it? Um. So, thank you for listening. Um, If you wouldn't mind going and giving us a review wherever it is that you um, got this podcast, I would really appreciate it. Um, You can always email us. uh, Visit TaraHargrove.com and um, click the contact on our menu. Um, We love to hear from you. Send me questions. Tell me comments. um, Tell me what you get out of it. We have a group on Facebook. It's called The Glow Up for Humans Who Manifest. Please feel free to join us. um, And we'll talk to you soon.